All right, let's catch up and chat to our next guest, Mike Petretta, host of Fratelli, the Rugby Italian Rugby Podcast. He joins us now to preview this weekend's match as Italia, Italy, Azzurri take on our very own All Blacks. Mike, appreciate you coming on the show, mate. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me on. Mate, talk to me. Talk to me. Are you confident? You How confident <laughs> are you that you can do well. the unthinkable? <laughs> because we've just watched Wales bundle out our closest neighbours, Australia. And many, honestly, many have a little bit of doubt about this this weekend. Yeah, I, I mean... People do. It's, it's, it's one... It's one of those, right? Like you look at you look at the team that just just came out um, a few hours ago, and uh, it's it's a pretty impressive side, uh, to be honest. But you know, it, you know, most World Cups have a uh, a outlandish upset, and I don't think we've seen a massive one yet. I think that you know that Wales game potentially Fiji potentially, but um, you know, I think I think there could potentially be one brewing up uh whether it's us or not well i guess we'll find out right well there's there's a reason why there is a little bit of doubt creeping in because italy are four straight on the pounce at the moment yeah. four wins which is unheard of in terms of italian rugby. look i no disrespect i played italy a few times and, yeah. and you usually put in 60 or 70 on them and uh i do not see that now they are competing at the highest level. they had the quickest ruck ball in six nations out of all teams Kieran Crowley is doing a fantastic job. Yeah, he's a brilliant man. Um, we've been fortunate enough uh, on the podcast to speak to him. Um, and just to hear sort of how the boys speak about him as well. Like the boys, um, you know, you know, he's, he's, he's a leader through and through. And um, he's definitely made sort of a radical change to Italian rugby um, over the past 18 months. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those. I think, you know, uh, there was a lot of, uh, improvement required from us and you know he's done um something quite important with you know getting the young young italian players through as quickly as possible um and and he's taken risks and you know it's a you know it's a shame to see him uh leave at the end of uh the the world cup i think you know there's there's a lot more to come from this young team and um it's gonna be interesting to see sort of uh how how Casada um sort of takes takes the the mantle i suppose yeah, great man, Kieran Carley from Taranaki, of course. Um, just with the with the way that the Six Nations has played out, I think this was two thousand that Italy come in. Mike, how important has the Six Nations been to the development of the Italian team, especially competing against the Tier One sides? Yeah, m- massively. So, in terms of context, I think we were around a player pool of twenty five thousand when um, we first joined the Six Nations and. As of this year, we're up to 100,000. So over a 20-year period, you know, quadrupling uh, participation rates and registered players uh, within Italy has been, um, you know, massive. Uh, I, I suppose, you know, there's a lot more uh, potential growth there because it's quite regionalised in Italy. It's basically confined to areas of the northeast and places like Rome. Um, so, you know, there's, there's potential to have a lot more. So... Yeah, uh, the the development in terms of getting that exposure to to the top teams and being able to to play, you know, some of the best teams in the world, sort of year on year, has definitely definitely helped. Um, I suppose it's it's about sort of where where do we go from here, right? And um, I think that's sort of the the, the question on everyone's uh, yeah everyone's mind. 
not only at international level too, you think Benetton and Zebri uh, are actually competing when they're playing in the Pro 14 rugby competition. That'll be a genuine reason why they've had, they've got a genuine pathway that is helping them build confidence and being able to compete. Is there anything else that you can pinpoint to why you've had so much success lately? Yeah, for sure. So I think it all stems um, from the great work that was first put down by Conor O'Shea and, and Stephen Abood uh, with the under-20s development pathway. We, as a nation, were quite late to sort of, you know, developing that infrastructure. So when it came to sort of 2017, um, when Conor sort of first took over, he, he really sort of invested in that infrastructure. And we've seen quite decent results at age grade. We've beaten England, we've beaten Ireland, we've beaten um, France at age grade, we've beaten pretty much anyone um in in the top in in the six nations excuse me at um age grade so we did we did I, I think we expected a little bit more from from the world cup if i'm honest uh, i think there was quite a lot of disappointed fans from that but i think that that talent is now starting to filter through we've now got you know development pathways um to zebra and benetton like you said and that's sort of an area where traditionally we faltered a little bit because we haven't been in a position where we've got, you know, this fantastic homegrown talent coming through and getting them to transition to the, you know, the next level, you know, albeit URC or, or test level. That's, that's where we need to um, need to maybe, you know, shine the spotlight on and, and try and focus on a little bit. Mario, Rodio, Mike, let's get to the game. Okay. The, the All Blacks, they named this side, um, I think it was three o'clock in the morning our time, and have come out. We've been debating the selections all morning with uh, the great Izzy Dag. Where do you see, yeah. if any, a weakness in that All Black side, and how have you taken them so far and watching them play through the World Cup? Thing is, it, it's sort of irrelevant how how you guys start the World Cup because it's all it's all about how you end it, and um, yeah, it's it's one of those where you guys are. Uh, a big old beast it doesn't really matter which team you put out it's always going to be uh, a tough challenge um what i will say is you guys have been sort of kicking short behind the blitz quite a lot and in terms of the way we play we haven't um we, we haven't really exploited that kicking game at all we've been trying to run it from everywhere and i think that's probably which that's you know some of the reason behind um you guys picking maybe you know Bowden Barrett at fullback, for example, just to try and sort of utilise the boot more. Um, okay. I'm hoping, obviously, that we've looked at that and we've tried to adapt slightly as well. So, talk to me about this young kid, Ange Capuzzo, 24 <laughs> yeah. years of age. He is electric. Yeah. I would have hated to mark him, mate. Come through the seven system, yeah. am I right? And uh, he's a world beater at the moment. Yeah, he's he's a demon. Um, he's got he's got gold in his boots. Um, yeah, so interesting story with him. So he actually started um, his life as as a scrum half, and it was uh, the current Parma coach actually uh, Rosselli who um, he was the under twenties um, coach back in I think it was twenty eighteen when when Capuzzo was coming through, and he was like, mate, you should you should try fullback and. Obviously, um, there he is. He's doing his thing at fullback. But conceivably, um, with Martin Page, Rello, Varney um, and Fullscore, because they play multiple positions, we could have four, five 
<laughs> scrum halves um, on the pitch at one time. Mate, uh, Mike, there's, yes. there's a little bit of a situation going on at the moment. I've come out and said, if Italy beat the All Blacks, I have to shave my head. Be honest. Yeah. How do you see this game unfolding? Um, go, go start lavering up now, mate. Um, no, I... I... <laughs> I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> um, I, you know, it's we have to be perfect. That's the truth, right? We have to be absolutely perfect. The game is won and lost by fine margins, an inch too high. We've seen sort of these red cards, these yellow cards, um, you know, an inch too short. We've seen how we fo- how we faulted against um, Scotland. You know, we could have won that game and what happened, they turned the ball over, run the length of the field. And if you're a person who bases your opinion purely on score, you look at that inflated score and you're like, um, so if we're perfect and, you know, you guys aren't, and there's something that, that, you know, changes the game, you know, then it's, it's anybody's game. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I'm a realist. I watch enough of you guys to to know that, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a really, really tough ask for the boys. But as long as they can play attractive rugby, you know, make it as difficult as possible for you guys and take something away from, from this game. Because at the end of the day, we're the second youngest team in this, in this World Cup. And, you know, we'd be the youngest by a fine margin if it wasn't for some of those outliers you know, players with experience that have come in. So, you know, if we can take something away to the Six Nations, next cycle's looking good. We've got the under-20s coming through. We've got the academy system finally sort of set up and firing. Um, that's a big win for us. So that's that's sort of how I see it. If the boys manage to, to make it messy for you guys, then all the better for us. Thanks to Victor on guest. We're talking to Mike Petretta, the host of the Fratelli Rugby Italian Rugby podcast. Mike our mate, yep. uh, who's your coach, Kieran Crowley from Taranaki, he's come out and said the All Blacks are going to come out and bully and intimidate um, this Italian side. You haven't beaten them in 15 attempts. Is that how you see the game play out? Yeah, I mean, any, any other any other way would be sort of uh, a lie, right? So, yeah, you guys are going to physically try to impose yourselves. You're going to try and play a game. And it's up to the boys to, to try and not bend to your will and, and, and try and play theirs. So, yeah, you know, it... If if we're going on past um, past performances, then yeah. But these players haven't played this New Zealand, right? A lot of these are young players, never faced New Zealand before, and they they really shouldn't be burdened with, you know, the results of the past. Right now, we're looking at this team as like a, a fresh, brand new Italy. Um, some of them played you guys two years ago. Some of them haven't, and you know that's that's how it should be looked at. So it's 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 one nil for a for a lot of these players for you guys. Montana Ioani, if he gets any space and opens air, he is absolutely devastating. So I know the All Blacks will be wary of the outside backs that Italy have to pose at the moment. But for the World Cup as, as a whole, obviously I've come out on at the start of the show and I spoke about France. They obviously did set favourites alongside Ireland. But Antoine Dupont, mate, do, do you feel like he can recover from that facial fracture and actually be a part of this World Cup again? And if not, I think they're going to capitulate. Mate, that's that's the million dollar question, isn't it? Um, he's he's going to come out like Bionic Man. I reckon they probably spent you know a good few million trying to get him get him on track in time. So um, yeah, mate, uh, Bionic it's, Man. It's, it's a t- that's it. That's it. Um, yes, he is he is sensational, isn't he? He's he's an absolute world beater, and he's a massive loss uh, to them. I will say this: um, 
I reckon I reckon they'll yeah he'll be there for the quarters. I I genuinely think they they put him under surgery. I think the same day, the same night. Excuse me. Jeez, like they're they're doing everything in their power, and you know he might he might have a funky face mask, but I think he'll be there, mate. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Mike. Thanks so much for joining us this morning and uh, previewing that game when Italy take on the All Blacks this weekend. It's going to be an absolute doozy. I'm hearing 60,000 fans will be at that game, so it's going to be atmosphere through and through, something that France has put on throughout this World Cup. Mike, Patricia, host of Fratelli di Rugby, Italian rugby podcast, mate. Uh, if you want to go and have a listen, head over to where you get all your podcasts and take a listen to Mike and the team. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks very much, and all the best on the weekend. I say that sincerely. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, appreciate that. Thank you for having me on, and uh, best of luck to you boys too. Awesome. There he is chatting Italy. Uh, are, are you are you are you frightened? Are you frightened no, about no. this game or not? Or, or, like the TAB come out and give them thirty points. All right, so mm. the TAB you have some faith in the bookies doing their their homework, but mate, they they are six nation team and they turn over six nation sides, and we know where the best well, footy's right. played. Well, they can turn over. Any we got to get. What do you mean by turnover? Well, do you mean like get a turnover at a breakdown, or do you mean like like beat them? flip, them, beat flip them over eighty minutes and and win games? Can you can you make sense? Flip what over? <laughs> the All Blacks. <laughs> do you think they can seriously flip the All Blacks over, or are you just that confident? No. Are you thirty point confident like the TAB? Uh what did I pick yesterday? Forty to ten. Yeah, I'm, I'm thirty points. Thirty yep. points. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I think it could be Stick more. Next to your phone. Could be more. Stick next to your phone. I'll see you that morning. I will. I'll be. I'll be talking about it with with Sky Sport, and I'll be previewing it. And if if it, if it happens, can't be. You won't see me post match. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm out. And I won't be here next week, mate. You'll be doing the show by yourself. <laughs> no, I'm a man of my word. If if they lose, I will shave my head. Um, but mate, how good is it to see? You can see what what's happening in the north. Rugby is absolutely flying thriving over there. It is absolutely flying, and you're seeing the repercussion. Oh, the You've seen the reasons why Italy are so good. They're competitive at a club level. They've got pathways. The numbers are starting to rise. 20,000 to 100,000 participants in the game of rugby in 20 years. And now they're starting to compete. You you think back only six, I think it was six years ago, they were on the brink of being shafted from the Six Nations mm. because it was just so horrible. They were getting pumped by every team 60-0. Now they're nearly beating teams. Now they're nearly being a part of teams. It is uh, It is awesome. How, how, does that dove, a, how does that dovetail into that conversation we've been having all week about rugby needing to change down here? When you talk to someone like Mike Izzy and you being an ex-All Black, what do you think when you hear about how much it's grown and the game's grown and that their, their football is now probably at a, at, a, at a different spot than it was 20 years ago? Well, it just shows that, that grassroots level is absolutely thriving. You know, like when you're seeing 100,000 participants wanting to play the game of rugby because they've got a genuine connection from the community to the to the people. Um, I think that's where it started. That's where they're getting it right in the north. You know, they've got a brand of rugby that people love and support and the passion. They've got population as well and the market. That, that tends to help a lot. But they've got the connection back to the community, to the top level. There's a genuine pathway. And I think that's where it's... Starts and I think that's where we're kind of lost at the moment. I, I from what I'm hearing now in the, in the in the public is people don't feel like they're a part of this this team and this union, you know. Whereas the Warriors fans feel like that is their team, and at the moment I 
I can say it, but there's probably none of that at the moment. So, anyway, Kempi, you disrupted my <laughs> little moment, okay? Because that was brought to you by Victor on Gas. Discover the convenience of Victor on Gas quick, safe, 9kg bottle swaps available nationwide at trusted retailers. 